Hi guys, welcome back to Self Help Me episode number seven. Now I missed posting last week. I recorded the episode, but I didn't post it. So you're gonna get two this week because I'm trying to make up for for it. And because I have a new episode I'm doing right now and I got lots of time on my hands. So today I want to do a skin care and skin routine kind of questionnaire since I am a medical esthetician. It would be nice to answer all of your guys' questions and help you out a little bit. This is fun for me so I'm excited to go ahead with today's episode but I am going to start with like some funny stories and then we'll get into the questions. So as I had mentioned in my last episode, a boy was coming over to my apartment and it went really well. The date was great. Um, I'm not going to share too much information because I like to keep things private, but I do have a funny story that I want to share. So we went to the Calgary Tower together and I had never been before and he surprised me even though I've lived here for literally almost three years and he surprised me and planned it all out and then we went to the Calgary Tower and it was so fun. It was so exciting and there was like a super duper crusty old man that was like checking in the tickets and stuff and he was just like yelling at everyone for no reason and clearly he's miserable but that was kind of funny to watch and then when we were up the tower like looking out the windows at like 300 feet in the air obviously it's all enclosed like so it's just windows and stuff but like i was like leaning out looking out the window and my date was like beside me and i just like fucking leaned so far forward that i smacked my face on the window <laughs> it made the funniest like the loudest sound and then he was like he just like looked over and we just laughed and I just like didn't say anything about it um but we just laughed and then like my face print was on the window I don't know it was just like <laughs> of course that would happen to me that was probably like my favorite part of the weekend um but freaking today I went to drop off some resumes and one place that I went to go drop off the resume of course I do it during rush hour right of course I would do that and it's like a busy street and I was like, it's literally right here, so it's going to be like a one second walk. And I went, I parallel parked, and then I went to pay, and then it was like, this is an area you can't park at this time. Like, it's an area that you can park in only in certain times, but it was like an hour past that time. And I was like, fuck, it's going to be two seconds. I'm just going to drop off my resume and come back, and it'll be fine. I go to like drop off my resume and I couldn't find the place and then I walk back and I'm kidding you not it's less than two minutes that I was out of my car looking for the place and walking back and I have a fucking ticket and I'm like there is no way that this just happened I didn't even drop off the resume because I cannot find the place I don't believe it even exists even though they have a job ad on indeed and now I have a ticket that I need to pay like it's not even just like a stupid ticket it's like a legit ticket you have to pay so Anyway, <laughs> I love that, but it's fine. At least it wasn't like 80 bucks. It was only 40, but still, that is not fun for me. I'm not happy about it, but what can you do? And also, an update on the ant traps. They don't work, okay? I threw them away, and before I threw them out, I cut them open because I wanted to see how many ants that they had trapped. Literally not a single ant. Literally not one freaking ant in that trap. Yet, do you know how many ants I had in my apartment? A lot. I think I killed most of them with my raid, but still, 
Don't buy those ant traps. They actually are a scam. I caught all three of them open. Not a single ant. And they have been out. My ant traps have been out for months. Maybe like one or two months. And it has not worked. So don't buy them. Buy Raid. Let's get into the skincare questions because I am excited about this. Okay. Question number one, what is your top three skincare products that you recommend everyone use? I don't know if she means like specific products or like general product. So I'm just going to go with what I interpreted that as. So the most important product ever, sunscreen. Literally 90% of skin aging is extrinsic factors, which means the sun. So wear your sunscreen every day because sun damage is cumulative and working as a medical esthetician, the majority of my clients were in their 40s and 50s and their skin is getting a bunch of brown spots out of nowhere. Or they, or so they think it's out of nowhere. But that's what's going to happen if you don't wear your sunscreen and you start to age. All these spots are going to come out because you were never protecting your skin or reapplying your sunscreen or wearing enough sunscreen. People don't understand sunscreen, so I'm going to explain it to you. It sounded super rude. <laughs> It wasn't meant to be. Okay, number one, sunscreen in your makeup does not do anything. Don't even try to, like, doesn't even matter. Like, don't even buy makeup with sunscreen. If you have it, it's fine, but that's not protection. Okay, you'd have to use the entire bottle of foundation to have enough sunscreen. Um, so that's a no. You need a full layer of legitimate sunscreen. You can't bypass that. There's no way out of that. You need a full layer of sunscreen below your makeup, and then you can reapply it on top with spray or powder or or they have like those clear sticks sunscreens that you can put over makeup that doesn't move your makeup but you cannot just do a moisturizer that has spf 15 and collar a day that doesn't give enough protection you need at least spf 30 and you need a full layer a dime size amount for your face i put it down my neck and i put it my hands and if i'm going out i try to do my arms and my legs if that's exposed but most important, face, neck, and hands because those are the areas that see the sun the most and they will age. And do not forget your neck because there's people that do sunscreen on their face and have never done their neck and their neck has a bunch of weird looking sunspots. It's super wrinkly and it looks 20 years older than your face. I want to be even so I really recommend applying it face, neck, and hands. And it's not hard because like you're going to moisturize anyway. Probably most people do. Sunscreen is no different. You just have to find a sunscreen that you like that gives enough protection and feels nice and you will wear. There's so many different formulas out there. There is like the goop ones. There's some clear ones. There is mineral or like the natural sunscreen, which would be like zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. Those ones are the best because they give full broad spectrum protection against UVA and UVB rays. So... That one does feel a little bit heavier sometimes, but you can find formulas that are really good. I like the one from Illumier, and it's called the Clear Shield Sunscreen. It is the oil-free version, and it's really good if you have acne-prone skin. And that one doesn't feel heavy, but gives really good protection and is a mineral sunscreen. You have to reapply your sunscreen every two hours for it to be effective. If you're not, you're not getting any protection. So... If you're wearing makeup, find an alternative to spray something over top, use a powder, or use a stick over top of your makeup. There's no excuses, because you can find a way. And, like, if you're just like, well, I'm just at home all the day long. Are you near windows? You go for a walk? You leave, you know, to take your dog out? Take out the trash? That's all sun exposure, so wear your sunscreen. Doesn't matter. 
if you're not going out or not, you never know, right? So just put it on anyway. What's the harm? Number two product that I recommend is cleanser. Cleanser is so, so important. Whether you have dry combination or oily skin. Because every day you get dirt on your face, you touch your face a bunch of times, you don't know how much dirt there is on your hands that transfers to your face. Literally just like use a toner on a like a little wiping pad, like a two by two or like a circle cotton round. And just like look at the dirt that accumulates on your face. It is not pretty. So you need to cleanse every morning. If you have oily skin, I would just use like a gentle cleanser in the morning or a foaming cleanser. Like if you have really oily skin, you could do a foaming cleanser in the morning. And then you could do like a salicylic acid face wash cleanser in the evening. Um, depending on the percentage, if it's too strong, then I would not use it every night. But if it's just like a low percentage, you could do it every night or every other night. If your skin's too dry or if you're experiencing too much dryness from it, just like tone it down a little bit. Use it less. Um, but I would highly recommend if you wear makeup to do an oil cleanse with like an oil cleanser or a makeup remover that like melts your makeup down and then cleanse it with a cleanser. So I don't know, either do an oil cleanse and then another cleanse or just do two cleanses to get the debris, makeup and everything off from the rest of your day and sunscreen and everything in your pores. Don't need to scrub your face. Don't be too harsh. Just be gentle with your skin. Don't overdo it is my huge key takeaway is do not overdo it. Your skin barrier is easily compromised, especially if you have sensitive skin. So you just want to take it easy. If you have dry or sensitive skin, I would recommend just using um, a really gentle cleanser like Cetaphil or a milk cleanser, which is more hydrating. Or you could use Spectro Cleanser. It's That's the brand. It's a dermatologist recommended brand. I really like it. It's really hydrating. It leaves your skin feeling almost like you put a serum on. I really like the texture of it. And you don't need a foaming cleanser for it to cleanse your skin. Take away that belief that like your face needs to be like, scrubbed and foamy for it to be cleansed. Because sure, that still cleanses. There's still cleansing agents in gentle cleansers. So it is still cleansing your skin and still working. Um, but it just, you need to pick one that works for your skin. Because if you were someone with really dry skin and you're using a really strong salicylic acid cleanser morning and night every single day you are going to be so dried out so irritated and your skin barrier is going to be so effed and so irritated but i recommend cleansing for a good 30 seconds to a minute only using lukewarm water not hot um, because hot water will dry your skin out just think of it like the sun the sun like sucks the moisture from your skin and dries you out so the water does the exact same thing. You do not need to boil your face. It does not do anything for you. And it doesn't open your pores. It softens them, but don't do it. And then just pat dry. The next product I recommend, my top three, is an exfoliant. So exfoliating is super duper duper important. Otherwise, your skin is going to get dead skin cells building up. That's when you start to get congestion and you start to look dull and that's when you start to notice fine lines more and just overall it doesn't look good. When you exfoliate your skin, it looks so renewed, so rejuvenated and so healthy. Um, your skin cells rejuvenate 
turn over every 28 days. So you need to exfoliate your skin, otherwise it's just gonna keep building up and building up and building up. If you have dry skin, your skin cells actually turn over quicker. That's why you have flakiness and stuff like that. So only recommend exfoliating once to twice a week at most. And you could do a physical exfoliant if you're not very sensitive. Or I'd recommend an enzymatic exfoliant, which is kind of warming. And think of it like little Pac-Man that eat at the dead skin cells on your face. And it's using natural fruit enzymes to eat away at the dead skin cells. And it works really well, and it doesn't hurt, and it's very gentle. Or you could use a chemical exfoliant, which is also a good option. It sounds scary, but just trust. It works really well. It, you could use either AHA or BHA. The difference is... AHA is alpha hydroxy acid and that one is water soluble I believe and then BHA is beta hydroxy acid and that one is oil soluble so that one breaks down oil and blackheads easier. Um, just depending on your concern, AHAs are really good for pigmentation and that sort of thing. And BHAs are really good at getting deep into the pore and breaking down the contents and helping reduce the appearance of blackheads and pores. If you have oilier skin, I recommend exfoliating two to three times a week spaced apart as your skin is tolerating it. Um, I wouldn't overdo it. Don't scrub your face. Like if you're using a scrub, use it very gently and do not use St. Ives apricot scrub. It is trash. It is sand for your face. I've used it when I was 13. It is terrible for you. It's terrible for the environment and overall throw it out. Do not use it. I, there isn't that many really good ones in the drugstore for exfoliants as far as physical ones go. I would recommend, um, I really like the Zo Cosmetics scrub. Dual Action Scrub is my favorite or the exfoliating polish is also good if you're looking for one to invest in. It lasts a really long time and you only need a little bit so it goes a long way. Um, but if you're looking for a chemical exfoliant, I would recommend using the Polish Choice liquid exfoliant that is a BHA that one's really good um or if you're looking to invest more in a high-end product I'd recommend the Zoe acne exfoliating pads or complexion renewal pads those ones are really good also at scrubbing physically with the little texture on the pads and also chemically with the ingredients so I really like those they're not too irritating and they have some nice soothing ingredients in them I really like Zoe cosmetics I've sold it a bunch to clients and it works really well for my skin and enzymatic exfoliants I would recommend looking at Glymed it's a high-end brand but Glymed plus I believe it's called they have some good enzyme exfoliants um those ones are a little trickier especially to find drugstore you normally will not find those drugstore um so yeah just like look at some good high-end brands or medical grade brands I should say and then she also asks like inexpensive options for those um, I tried to list some, so for sunscreen, I would say um, the inexpensive option. I always recommend La Roche-Posay. They have really good products for drugstore and pretty reasonable. It's around $20. It'll last you a while. And they have lots of different formulas for their sunscreens that are really nice, lightweight, and really good ingredients. Cleanser, like I said, I like Spectro Cleanser. CeraVe is also good. If you have oily skin, use their salicylic acid cleanser. If you got dry skin, use their hydrating cleanser. I also like Derma E. They have really good 
ingredients in their products for drugstore and for exfoliant it's kind of hard like i said drugstore don't doesn't have that many great options for exfoliants so i would just splurge on a good exfoliant or go to sephora and buy the paula's choice liquid exfoliant that one's a little bit more but still really good okay next question any tips on forehead wrinkles i have some that don't go away anymore okay to start off i for prevention wear hats wear your spf you don't want it to worsen, um, but it is treatable, especially if you're still young. If they are very deep lines and you're, you know, in your late 60s or you're in your 50s, those are trickier to get rid of, and Botox would be the most drastic and quick fix. Um, but I would say I've seen these patches. They're called frownies, and they're kind of like, I don't know, like patches basically that like you on your face and you sleep with them overnight and it smooths your lines out and you can just do it on your forehead or you could do it around your mouth or you can do it on your around your crow's feet and the girl that runs the company started using it when she was in high school and would only do it like a couple times a month or she would do it then she would do it more consistently like you know a couple times a week and she's been doing it for years and now she's like in her 40s or 50s and her skin is super smooth and it's not a scam. It really does work at smoothing the lines because it's preventing your face from moving and creating all that movement in your face while you're sleeping because that's half of your day that you're kind of smushing your face. So that I would really recommend. It's called frownies. They're pretty inexpensive. Um, I haven't tried them personally, but I would like to. The next product, this one is the number one. Okay, this is the best product you can use for lines and wrinkles. Retinol. Retinol is a form of vitamin A and it accelerates your cellular turnover rate. So it helps slough off dead skin cells. It is one of the only products that creates collagen in your skin. So it will really help pump those lines. It can take up to three months to start seeing change. But with retinol, it is normal to see irritation, redness, flakiness, and overall your skin not looking happy until your skin gets used to it so you have to just trust the process with it and know that that's normal when you're using retinol you have to be really 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 careful in the sun so if you're not going to be careful in the sun don't use it until the winter time that the sun isn't as strong but even then you need to wear your sunscreen and you're only going to use retinol at night starting with once a week at night then you can build up your tolerance an inexpensive but really good option is go to your doctor ask for a retinol ask for like a low percentage and then use that you can start off by mixing it like equal parts moisturizer to retinol and use that at night once a week build up to two times a week build up to three times a week and eventually you can use it every day once you get to that point and you're not seeing any changes anymore uh, go back to your doctor and up your percentage and during this time, your skin will be irritated when you're going through the phase of getting used to it. So I just keep your skin hydrated all the time, moisturize frequently, and don't pick or pull any flaking skin. And don't over exfoliate this time if your skin's flaky. Just let it be. I do want to just mention some people try retinol and it's too strong for their skin and that's okay too. Um, I don't recommend drugstore retinols because they're so low percentage and because the molecule size is so big that it doesn't actually penetrate into your skin and work. Um, 
I really like the Zoe Cosmetics Retinol. It is pricey, but that one I find really, really, really good. It's the Wrinkle and Texture Repair. It's like over $150, but it works so good and you're only using it, you know, to start off a couple times a week and then you're building up and you're only using a pea size amount. So it lasts a really long time and it really, really, really gives results. Other products that I recommend for lines would be just hydration a lot of times people's lines are accentuated because they're dehydrated and just don't realize so even if you're drinking as much water as you possibly can that won't change it what you're using on your skin makes a huge difference so hyaluronic acid makes a huge difference use hyaluronic acid that you would do so you'd go cleanser toner serum that would be where you use your hyaluronic acid moisturizer or night cream go to bed and that's what my routine would be. You could also do use that while you're using retinol. Hyaluronic acid isn't actually an acid. It's basically just a form of, just think of it as water. Like hyaluronic acid holds a thousand times its weight in water. So it is just water for your skin. It is super duper hydrating, but you have to put a moisturizer over it. Otherwise the environment will literally suck more moisture out of your skin. if You just like let it dry. So don't do that. And other alternatives too. Um, I wanted to mention is you could do chemical peels. Those really help with fine lines. Um, you have to go to a medical esthetician or a medical clinic to get that done. And they work really well. If you do have darker skin though, you have to be really careful with chemical peels because they can cause more damage than good. So um, just consult with your esthetician and see if it's right for you. I would really make sure that this person knows what they're doing. If they're doing a deep chemical peel on you and you have dark skin, I would honestly just go to a doctor or dermatologist to get that done. But if you have light skin, you have no problem, no worry. And the other option is you could do laser as well. That can really help with collagen, but that is not necessary. Um, but having good products and if you're doing laser treatments at the same time or chemical peels at the same time, it gives really good results. So I would definitely say you could try that also. Another question is how to stay consistent with your skin routine. It's really hard, but once you get into the routine of it, it's easy. Set an alarm and you need to wash your face. So if you, I don't know, I shower every morning and I will wash my face then because it kind of does like it's two in one, like you're washing your body and everything already. So washing your face is just as easy. I just turn the water down so it's not hot. Wash my face out of the, out of the shower stream and do that for a minute, wash it off and then get out of the shower. And then set an alarm for the evening as well. Even if you don't want to do it, you have to because just force yourself to do it. Just tell yourself it'll be literally five minutes and you're done. Go brush your teeth, wash your face, do it all at the same time. After you wash your face, you can't just leave that because then your skin will get dried out and feel tight and shitty. So after you wash your face, go to your room or your bathroom where you have your products. Put on your toner, put on your serum, put on your moisturizer or your retinol or your benzoyl peroxide or your spot treatment, eye cream, lip balm, whatever else, and go to bed. It's just all in routine and when I do my skincare in the morning, I put my sunscreen on at the same time so that it's all done at the same time and you don't have to think about it twice. Or if you wear makeup, just do your skin routine right before you do your makeup. It's hard to get used to at first, but honestly, it pays off. So stick to your routine. You will see results. Okay, next question. What is your favorite acne spot treatment? 
My favorite acne spot treatment is benzoyl peroxide. So benzogel is the one that I buy. It's basically just like pure benzoyl peroxide gel. You can get it from Walmart or shoppers and it works really well. You don't want to overuse it though. I would only use it one or two times a week at nighttime only and you will not mix this with retinol. So if you're using retinol, you have to use it on a different night than this night. Everything else is fine. You could use your hyaluronic acid the same night as well as the benzoyl peroxide. But I would just recommend using a good moisturizer before and then do your spot treatment last. Or another spot treatment would be using hydrocolloid band-aids or hydrocolloid patches. So you see those people, those little patches they could put on. Honestly, I just buy band-aids that are hydrocolloid and I just cut them up so they fit my pimple and it sucks up all the juice. That sounds disgusting, but it sucks up all the gross contents of your pimple and reduces the size of your acne by half usually. Another person asks, should I do intense deep cleanse one night and then a light more moisturizing one the next? I think what she meant was like, um, should I do... Because I asked her and she said that she uses like a benzoyl peroxide face wash and she's wondering if she should switch it up or just keep it the same. Um, if you're doing benzoyl peroxide face washes, it can be really drying and irritating. So I only recommend doing it one to two times a week at night. Um, and then yeah, like I would space it out. So one night use your benzoyl peroxide face wash. And, you know, finish up with the rest of your skincare routine. And then the next night I would do a gentle cleanser and then your same routine again. And more, you know, I would use a lot of hydrating products the night after because your skin needs to kind of repair after, you know, because it is active ingredients. They're kind of strong. So you just want to be gentle with your skin. Don't overdo it. Keep it hydrated. Hydration is key. Okay, thoughts on hyaluronic acid. What's it for? Is it a good option? I mentioned this one earlier, but yes, hyaluronic acid is really good. Basically, it is water for your skin. It's really, really hydrating, especially if you have dehydration. It is very soothing, very calming. Overall, fantastic ingredient. Use it for sure. Anybody can use it and benefit from it. So um, I usually would use this in an evening routine as a serum. So after you cleanse and after you tone, but before you moisturize. Okay, next question. I'm getting acne only on my chin or jaw. I can't get rid of it no matter what I do. Please help. Okay, a lot of times when you have acne on your chin or jaw, it's telling you you have you have hormonal acne. So I would look into what you what's going on with your body first. Um, you know, are you using the right supplements? Is there an imbalance in you know the supplements you need in your body? Um, definitely take supplements. You could take a women's vitamin that can help kind of regulate your hormonal levels. Um, check your diet. Are you drinking a lot of dairy, a lot of hormones? That will break you out a thousand and ten percent. I cut out dairy when I had really, really bad acne and that was a lifesaver. My skin was so amazing after I cut it out, but when I introduced soy milk, which has equally as much hormones as regular milk my skin broke out again so it just goes to show that cutting that out really did make a difference so check your diet are you eating a lot of sugar are you eating a lot of hormones try to cut it out secondly do not pick your skin if you pick your skin it will only spread and become worse a lot of people are struggling with acne and stuff on their jaw still because of wearing masks and stuff from covid because that heat and bacteria just builds and builds and builds into your skin and it just keeps spreading underneath your skin so i would highly recommend um 
benzoyl peroxide. That one kills bacteria on your skin and makes a huge improvement. Um, I already talked about benzoyl peroxide, so just go back in the episodes and listen to it again. Um, I'd also recommend salicylic acid. It can get in there, break down some of the dirt and oil in your pores, and lessen the breakouts. I would also ice your skin. It really, really reduces the size of the breakouts, and that helps a lot. If you have pimples that have come to a head, wear the hydrocolloid band-aids or patches. Those really, really help. Um, additionally, retinol really helps too with acne as well, but be warned, a lot of the time you will purge if you have acne or bacteria under the skin. So I would really recommend retinol, but just, you know, be warned, your skin will purge. Just wait for the phase to be over and it will get better. But your skin has all that bacteria and all that stuff sitting under your skin. It needs to come out. So just be patient, let it come out. It will get better. Um, Chemical peels, guys, saved my life. I had such bad acne and little bumps and stuff that just wouldn't go away. Chemical peels brought it to the surface, made my skin so sh like gorgeous, smooth, and it stayed clear for so long. So I keep up with my chemical peels. I do them on myself, but I recommend using it in the fall and the winter because you're not gonna be at risk for sun damage as much. Um, but they're not as scary as they sound. If you're just doing gentle chemical peels, your face will not be shedding like a snake too, too much. And you don't need to like book time off of work or anything. You should just be like a little bit flaky maybe for a day or two, maybe three days. It could be up to a week. It just really depends. Everyone's reaction is completely different. When I had the chemical peels, I just noticed a little bit of dryness. I never had flakiness, but I just noticed I would get less and less breakouts every time after but it wasn't like my skin was breaking out. It was just getting rid of what needed to come out. So that is really, really good. Um, but don't do it all. Like don't do benzoyl peroxide, chemical peels, and retinol all at the same time. Like just space them apart. Take your time, pick one, the one that sounds the best option to you and just stick with that, okay? But don't overdo it. Um, what's next? I need a moisturizer recommendation because my skin gets so dry with cold weather. Um, CeraVe has a really good moisturizing cream. That one's really good. If you're looking for a more high-end option, I know the Zoe Cosmetics has a really good um, night cream. They have the Renewal Cream, which is $115. It's expensive, but it's really good. It's a lightweight, but really hydrating night cream. Actually, this one's a day cream, but you could use it at the nighttime as well. And there's also the Recovery Cream. That one's $120, and that one's really good for a rich moisturizer. And they also have the Hydrating Cream, which is $110, and it's a really good cream. That's the one that I would use on clients every time after they had any procedure or treatment done. Actually, not always, but that one's really good. Even if you have eczema or anything, any sensitive skin conditions, the Hydrating Cream is really good. Um, if you're looking for another drugstore recommendation, the La Roche-Posay has a really good moisturizer. It's called the Tularane Double Repair Base Moisturizer. It's got ceramides and niacinamide, which is really, really good for dry skin. Look for ingredients that say peptides, ceramides, things like that are very hydrating ingredients. And 
oils as well are good for locking in that hydration so you could do a moisturizer and do a non-comedogenic oil like jojoba oil on top at nighttime a couple times a week three times a week and that will really help soften your skin reduce the dryness and flakiness and irritation in the winter because my skin gets so irritated Another person asks, minimal or long skincare routine? I always recommend keeping it simple. So a basic cleanse. You don't need toner. It's not necessary. But if you have a toner, that's totally fine. That's not too much. But cleanser, toner is optional. You could do a serum. But if you don't do a serum, that's okay. But if you do, I highly recommend hyaluronic acid. It reduces the dehydration in your skin. Moisturizer, and you can go to bed like that. And if you do retinol, you could do retinol after, or you could t replace that with your moisturizer. Daytime, you could do cleanser, toner, vitamin C to prevent sun damage. And Vivier has the best vitamin Cs ever for skin suticles. It's expensive, but it is worth it. Then moisturizer and sunscreen. Keep it simple. The only things that you want to add in are spot treatments or targeted treatments so you could do a retinol you know here and there you could do a benzoyl peroxide here and there to treat the acne or a mask here and there but keep your routine simple you don't need a 10 20 step korean skincare routine i'm telling you just keep it short and simple that is the most effective thing you can do what can i do instead of picking my skin okay i used to be such a bad skin picker and i'm not gonna lie i still do it from time to time but what helps me the most is put an ice cube on your pimple or whatever. It reduces the urge to pick your skin because you're thinking about how cold it is on your face. And also icing reduces the pimple so, so, so much. So that really helps. Um, put on a pimple patch. You will fight. It'll fight the urge to pop, pop it because you're not looking at it and it's being treated at the same time. And put on a face mask. Don't look in the mirror. Don't stand in the mirror. Don't keep staring at it. Just walk away. Put on your skin treatment. Put on your benzoyl peroxide. Put on your salicylic acid and go on with your day. Just try to fight the urge. And last question is what to look for in a toner. I always recommend people look for hyaluronic acid in their toner, niacinamide. Also, you could do some AHAs or BHAs can help exfoliate. Some botanicals to help kind of just balance the pH is a good one. Um, and witch hazel is also good. Aloe, chamomile are soothing. I don't recommend a pure witch hazel toner. Those are too drying. But witch hazel diluted in a toner is a good product. So yeah, I would say AHAs to help gently exfoliate the face. Niacinamide helps with oiliness and redness. And then you can go with some witch hazel to help with oiliness as well. And yeah, I my favorite toner is the Zoe Cosmetics Calming Toner pH Balancer. It's 50 bucks. You only need a tiny bit. It works really, really well. I would recommend trying it out. Um, if you're not sure where to buy medical grade products, just like look up Zo Skin Health near me, whatever, or look up Skin Cuticles near me, or look up Vivier, or Limed, or Labio Esthetique, Color Sans, Skin Better, Skin Medica. There's a whole bunch of brands, Dermalogica. 
So there's got to be one that's suitable for your skin and price range as well. But yeah, that is all the questions that we have for today's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Today was a bit of a longer episode, but we got through a lot of good questions. I hope that you learned something about your skincare routine. If you have any questions, though, um, that like sparked a thought or something, you can DM me at selfhelpmepodcast on Instagram. Please share this episode. It really helps our podcast grow. Give it a five-star review. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave a review and add the notifications as well um, so that you know every time that I post an episode. Thanks again, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I love making this podcast for you and for me, and I have so much fun with it. So I will talk to you guys next week, and I will really, really try post on schedule but i'm making up so that you're getting two this week instead of just one for missing last week so you're welcome i hope you guys have the great rest of your day or night and just know that everything's gonna be okay if you're stressed or worried and i'm here for you virtually through sound (laughs) bye guys